Yeah. What's up, y'all? It's your boy, the one and only A Switch, aka um, put some taco meat on my taco meat. Uh, <laughs> no, no, that that, that doesn't that doesn't come out right. I meant literal taco meat on figuratively taco meat, but. I can see that be misinterpreted. Two men rubbing they rubbing they taco meats. The oh man, oh no. <laughs> that's that's perfectly fine if you're into that, but I'm not into that. Oh no. <laughs> Where do we go from here? Um, <laughs> AKA the buttermilk biscuit bandit. AKA. The Kumaki Tiger Dropper, aka, um, damn it, <laughs> aka, undis- undisputed, undefeated, uncontested social distancing champion, aka, the Nicola Master, bringing you yet another episode of Switches Sites, episode 150. 150. Oh. Myself. Accountability. Um sorry about being well, I was a day late, but a lot of events happened. Um that got in the way. So hey, <laughs> I'm pulled a Snoop Dog. I'm I'm still I'm here. I'm here. Um yeah, so uh damn. For those that don't know, uh, Switch of Sites podcast is a video solo, <laughs> video solo game podcast where your boy just talks about that. Not actually solo video games, but a solo podcast where I talk about video games. Let me had to clear that up. I don't know if um, mm, I'm a solo game podcast. Mm, mm. Um. Today's date is uh, April 22nd, 2022. Um, man, let me explain. Uh, uh, let's, let's move the curtain a little bit in terms of, um, of course, <sighs> wouldn't be uh, computers and well, just computers in general without issues and technical issues, which has of course been the case. So this is the weirdest issue I can even think of. So of course my cameras and, you know, using multiple cameras, there is, uh, it's, th- it's this weird issue that I've been having. I thought I fixed, but then it want to come back and then irritate me to no end where for some reason, one of my cameras, well, I guess, this primary camera, um, wants to go out, um, and say it's in use by another program when it technically isn't cause I let me down this rabbit hole to check programs and check everything and turn off stuff, update stuff that don't really need to be upstate updated after the fact. But it's, uh, patience is being tested just say that patience is being tested to, to no end um like just just don't work 
or work. <laughs> Don't do this in between stuff like, oh, I'm, I think I'm working, but I'm being used by something else. But, but you're not though. Why are you telling me that? Why are you, why are you spitting these? Why are you lying? So that was the whole thing. Um, part of the reason why I just gave up yesterday because of course, right when you about to go live or whatever stuff want to go down and, and prevent you from doing it. So <sighs> yeah. And then now my, my steam deck stream deck, I'm going to that's going to be confusing. My stream deck doesn't want to respond to my button inputs. Now all of a sudden, probably because I was updating everything. It is it, it just, <sighs> just irritation. Okay. So just, just sharing my pain of trying to make this show a consistent reality. Um, had to, had to, had to vent a little bit, but you know what? We're not going to dwell on the negativity though. Not going to dwell on the negativity. Keep it moving. That's what I say. So, uh, with that being said, have a pretty good show for you today. I, um, Got a lot of interesting stuff to talk about, let out, you know, nerd out, nerd out about. So, you know what? Let's stop the dilly dallying and get right into it. First topic of discussion would be. Uh, no more heroes three, um, did get announced, uh, to be coming to additional platforms, PlayStation four, five, Xbox six and PC coming this fall. It was a great, this is some of the best news I've heard in a good while. Um, for those that may not know, uh, no more heroes three. Uh, currently is on switch, um, and debuted on switch, Nintendo switch. And, uh, probably one of the overall, personally, I I love the game, but of course, one of the biggest, uh, difficulties and oversights, I guess, with the game or, uh, downsides really is the, the the lack of visuals pretty much flat out that, uh, a lot of pop in a lot of poorly, you know, poor visuals overall, um, blurry <laughs> the graphics are pretty blurry. Uh, the resolution is blurry. Um, yeah. So now I think one of the issues with the game is well, one of the biggest, I guess, downsides of the game is actually uh, hopefully getting resolved, especially with the improved frame rates as well. <sighs> Faster load at times. Let's read this specifically. XC games, the independent minded publishing brand of marvelous, um, today announced they will, will publish no more heroes three in North America for PS4, PS5, Xbox X, Xbox one. I guess that's worth mentioning too. And windows PC via steam and Microsoft Windows Store in fall 2022. No More Heroes will arrive on new platforms with improved HD visuals, frame rates, and faster loading times to keep players dishing out eye-popping ultraviolence. 
That's that's my that's my favorite kind. It's my favorite. Um Yeah. Yeah. So um they they also mentioned with the pre orders, uh specifically. Um they are taking pre orders and uh they do have a day one edition, which is pretty damn dope. Um, so it includes, of course, a copy, a soft cover art book, more than 70 pages of gorgeous artwork, a CD featuring select songs from the soundtrack and a seven by four Santa destroy commemorative biker license plate all housed with a custom box featuring a new original illustration by series artist Yosuke Kozaki. Information on uh, digital availability for the time will be announced later. Ooh. Um, man, I'm, I'm just saying at least I, I can only really speak for myself as a, as a huge fan of uh, no more heroes, but, um, this leads me to believe that th- th- it, it must be is I think is pretty apparent evident that we're going to get uh one and two ported to consoles as well. Uh, Cause it's like, <laughs> it's kind of weird. I can't think of too many games where they released the third one and well, uh, there's probably a fair amount. I can't even say that, but uh, I, I'd say it's very rare where you release the third game and not release you know, the previous titles and at least for, um, Travis strikes again, which is the game before this. I know that got ported to PC and PS4 at least. So, um, yeah, I think they technically already did all the groundwork for, um, one and two, you know, porting it to, uh, switch or yeah, being ported to switch and PC already. So I think the groundwork is already laid for it to be uh, brought to um, all of the previous and current gen consoles as well. So, um, <laughs> man, I'm about, I'm about to, what is it? About to triple dip, maybe, maybe quintuple, quadruple dip at this point. I just love it. I love it. You should love it too. I mean, but it's okay if you don't. I, I do implore you to, uh, to explore the world of Santa destroy if you can, but, but I digress. Um, I'm very curious cause, uh, it, they could potentially make this a whole damn new game just based off the visual improvements alone. I think it would kind of feel like a whole new game really. Um, yeah, shoot. It might be my, could be, <laughs> It definitely could be my game of the year again, potentially. Depend, uh, I don't know. Elden Ring, uh, God of War, Ragnarok, too. I don't know. But hey, play no more heroes. Just try it. Just try it if you can. That is all. Um, next topic. Next topic of discussion. Um, Streets of Rage movie is in the works. Um, script made by Derek Kolstad, who uh, apparently wrote John Wick and Nobody, uh, and being pr- produced by uh, DJ2 Entertainment, who did uh, produce Sonic the Hedgehog movie 
and uh, Escape Artists. Not sure what that is, but um, man, Sonic Sonic Two paving the way. Um, man, I'm I'm curious how this is gonna be. <laughs> cautiously optimistic that's definitely my initial my initial feelings towards this but as a huge fan of the streets rage series um i definitely have high hopes but uh, i'm definitely tempering my expectations so um the plot they do have a lot to work with though plot wise i will say that um i'm just curious like how do you make a beat em up into a movie I guess you would, you know, it definitely would have to be action based. Uh, of course, there there better be at least some involvement of Yuzo Koshiro to some extent. Um, that that's a I think that's an absolute necessity. Um, I would be very disappointed if otherwise. Um, definitely have to, you know, get the house music vibe. That soundtrack better be uh, ridiculous. That's all I know. Those are like just some things you can't deviate from the original movie, I'd say, or I mean, original source material. Um, I guess just visualizing the characters, uh, like let's do a, I'm going to do a quick, uh, quick casting of, uh, of at least I'm, I'm basically, initially going off of I'm assuming they're going to go off the events of the first game. So with that being said, it's probably Axel, Adam and uh, blaze. So who would be a good Axel in today's climate? A good Axel. You know, I could kind of see Chris Evans being a pretty decent axle you give him blonde hair and you give him the bandana you know the tight white shirt (laughs) the uh, the skinny jeans (laughs) i could see it i could see it um who would be a good adam good adam you know what Put a put up Duel Mateen the second in there. <laughs> or is it third? I think it's the second. Um put his ass in there. Give him a little um give him a good ass wig. Um you know, I I I'd take it. I'd take it. <laughs> I'd take it. That's kind of realistic to be honest though. Um uh, I'm just envisioning him with like a pre-made haircut, like an 80s haircut. Uh, uh, it's taking me out, but I can see it. I can see it. <laughs> uh, who would be Blaze? Uh, who would be a good Blaze? A good Blaze. Uh, you know... I wouldn't be opposed to uh, what is her name? Wanda. Who's a, who's the Scarlet witch? Um, Mary Kay Nashley's sister, 
damn it, I can't remember her name, but y'all know who I'm talking about. Um, I think she 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 has the potential. I can't think of any girl. Yeah, you give her. I don't know. She may not have the uh, choreography experience, fight choreography experience. So maybe somebody more fitting. But that's that's the only th- person that's coming to my head that uh, I th- I can think of. Yeah. Mary, what is her name? Let me look it up. This is going to kill me. Uh, Elizabeth Olsen. There we go. Elizabeth Olsen. Yeah, there you go. Elizabeth Olsen. Appreciate that, Vinny. Thank you, man. Um, Yeah, she could. I think she could do it. I can't think of anybody else though. If if somebody casts somebody else, then uh, I could see that. I could see that. Yeah. So, who would be Mister X though? <laughs> part of me wants uh, part of me wants Danny DeVito, but I don't know. I mean, you could make him bigger in terms of just making him taller, like, you know, using camera angles and tricks, but I don't know. Uh, who will make a good Mr. X? Uh, damn. Mr. X. Tommy Gunn. I'm, I'm thinking of somebody who's like been on uh how about uh <laughs> Ray Liotta, Ray Liotta, <laughs> Ray Liotta is Mr. X. I could see it. Ray Liotta is Mr. X. That'd be, uh, I dig it. Ray Liotta is Mr. X or who's the, uh, I hope he's still alive. The one dude from, um, the one dude from the Godfather. I forgot his name. <laughs> Pretty much majority of the people who came from the Godfather, I think, would uh qualify. Godfather um Sopranos would uh would be prime candidates for uh Mr. X. Um they could probably get some dip dip some cameos in there. Um probably probably tease the the second movie. Uh, probably have somebody like Max in there. I'd say uh, probably a good movie Max might be Dave Batista. I could see that. Um, I can't think of anybody else who just has that physique. Just that just muscular, just perpetual muscular physique. Yeah, I feel like. Dave Batista probably fits that the most. Um, maybe T, of course, T skate. I don't, <laughs> I didn't get, get any young black kid in there. They'll, 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 they'll probably fly. And I think that's it. If they hit all those, you know, uh, a lot of references to the first game in terms of levels and stages. Um, I think it could work. 
as long as you know of course they have really good fight choreography and stuff I think it could work I'd believe it yeah as long as they hit those points I'd be satisfied so um yeah so again (laughs) cautiously optimistic but we'll see we'll see it does I mean uh, people with John Wick oh you know I mean potential is there we'll see just just the music a pretty decent cast um respect and love to the source material and I probably said it before but I'm I'm a that much much emphasis on the banging soundtrack that's I think that's essential when you uh paying respect to this uh this series I think so yeah speaking of speaking of Sega properties uh they also uh released you know or announced pretty much um Sega planning to reboot Crazy Taxi and Jet Set Radio. That is uh very interesting. Uh from Sega Sammy Holdings, uh developing big budget reboots of the Dreamcast games, Crazy Taxi, Jet Set Radio, as it taps its back catalog in search of global hits like Epic Games, <laughs> Epic Games Inc.'s Fortnite, according to people familiar with, with, with its plans. I mean, that's a, that's a crazy comparison, but all right. So, uh, yeah. Uh, let's read this blurb here from Bloomberg.com. The two titles would be the first entries in Sega's Super Game Initiative, which the company announced a year ago as an effort to develop reoccurring revenue sources and build online communities around its software portfolio. Fortnite has become the role model for such games free to play. It's available across platforms, hosts large multiplayer contests, and includes extras like vehicle construction, social events on top of the usual combat, spurring player purchases of in-game items. I mean, I don't, I think it's, it's very scary territory comparing yourself to Fortnite, but. Um, yeah, I don't know. It feels like this is off the bat is going off the wrong track. So, I don't know, man. Yeah. Making like crazy taxi and jet set radio free to play. I mean, I don't know. That does that sounds like a recipe for disaster. Like I can maybe slightly kind of see crazy taxi, but jet set radio. I don't know. Uh, yeah, they're really, com- they're really comparing themselves to Fortnite. That is just, that is not a good idea. At least what's uh, been presented. That does not sound like a good idea. I was optimistic based off of the, you know, just the thought of reviving crazy taxi and jet set radio, but uh, chasing Fortnite riches though. I don't, that's, it's not the mentality you should have. 
that's going to lead to a lot of weird stuff. Like <laughs> they got the, the one track from crazy taxi. Yeah. 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 And then, <laughs> uh, to listen to this full soundtrack, please pay, uh, $2 in uh microtransactions, uh, for every, uh, time you want to play this song. So, um, I mean, if, if you don't, we'll just <laughs> give you some, um, some YouTube, YouTube music. If you want to, <laughs> if you want to listen to that, I mean, if it, by all means, if you, you know, you don't want to, you, YouTube, YouTube broke to listen to the, the soundtrack that should be still with the game regardless. But, oh man, that, yeah, that disappointed me. Man, that disappointed me a lot. I don't know. I'm that. My my anticipation is is definitely left now. Just knowing that, specifically comparing yourself to Fortnite, that is that is just not a good idea. Wow, we'll see what happens. But uh, oh, not looking too great. Just off these. Hopefully, somebody gets some change in there. But I don't know. I don't know about that. Uh, still keeping the Sega train going. Choo-choo. <laughs> um, house of the dead, the house of the dead remake, which, uh, recently dropped on the uh, Nintendo switch. It's been announced to get ported, uh, on uh, steam or a PC. Uh, Xbox, PlayStation, and Google Stadia. <laughs> um, so I mean, yeah. Uh, April twenty eighth. Um, they did announce, at least specifically for PlayStation, that uh, PS Move support will be patched after the premiere. So apparently, you can use uh, PS Move with um, you know the little wands and you know aim that way, which is actually probably going by everything, I guess maybe behind PC with a mouse setup might be the best way to play. Um, thousand of that remake or get the full experience. Excuse me. Experience. Well, why is it changing? Um, so I mean, yeah. And then there's the sending light gun, which I know is like a light gun that actually lets you, use a light gun on LCD and LED TVs, which is, you know, um, why you can't use, you know, old school light guns nowadays because they only work on CRT TVs. So that might be another option. Um, the gyro on the PlayStation controller, like I think I mentioned before, uh, but on Google stadia though, uh, that sounds like a horrible experience. on Google Stadia, which already has initial lag for a game that definitely requires like uh, a lot of like immediate Twitch reactions and responses uh, on top of presumably like horrible using the analog controls. Like, I don't know. It is. I don't think you should ever play a light gun game with a controller in terms of traditionally outside of, you know, gyro controls that the controller supports it, which I don't think the Goodyear, Goodyear, 
the Goo Stadia. I said it. I, I truncated it. Googie, the Google Stadia um, has so. Ugh, that just that sounds rough. That sounds rough. That sounds really rough. Mm. <laughs> that doesn't sound like a good time. I'm I'm kind of I just want to play it just out of pure interest now, um, but I don't want to invest knowing that it's only temporary. I think you can rent games on Stadia, so I'm I might just do it out of curiosity, knowing how horrible it's probably gonna gonna be. But at least now you definitely have way way better imp- uh, performance, uh, faster frame rates. Um, that's really it, you know. Um, yeah, House of the Dead. I mean, I really enjoyed it. Just this is only gonna get better. Just <laughs> seem like everything coming from Switch. Hey, it's it's <laughs> it's better. <laughs> it's better. Well, I guess for a lot of people, it's worth the wait. But one thing I think to note note too is that like it's crazy how um. This this feels like one of the shortest like exclusivity turnarounds I've seen in a while. Like this came out what like uh, two weeks ago, like uh, April seventh something, and now it's coming out on all platforms on the twenty eighth. So that's a uh, interesting uh interesting es- exclusivity period. So I'm curious what the shortest uh exclusivity uh, period has been for uh you know a game but this definitely feels like feels like the shortest so i guess we'll see i guess we'll see um yeah moving on um the meta quest meta quest showcase happened popped off if you will uh, last was it Tuesday? I think it was Wednesday. This past, this past Wednesday, um, where they had a uh, definitely a lot of interesting things. Um, unfortunately, no GTA uh, VR, which uh, has been announced, was announced a while back. Um, let's double check. Let's check. Uh, refresh my memory. get a recap of all the games they did show. Um, Walking Dead Saints and (laughs) (laughs) Walking Dead Saints and Chinners. (laughs) That sounds dirty, but I digress. Um, They they showed, uh, I think, episode two of Walking Dead Saints and Sinners. As somebody who hasn't played the game, I guess that's the, the way they're doing it. Uh, NFL pro era where I guess you're, um, you're a quarterback and you're basically, you know, I would assume calling plays and, and, you know, throwing the ball. You're specifically just the quarterback, uh, at least what they, uh, show in the, uh, in the gameplay among us in VR. So it pretty much seems like they literally translated the whole formula of, of among us and put it in VR where you can, <laughs> It, all it was was just people putting their hands up. Hey, hey, it wasn't me. 
no, I didn't do it. No, I'm sorry. Nope. Nope. Not me. So, uh, that sounds like it'd be a good time. Also point point at people just to point. Oh, nope. Oh, nope. Nope. Wasn't me. Sorry. Oh, so, uh, bone lab, which, uh, I believe is a sequel to uh bone works. And I want to say there was another game before that for the, those same developers. Um, what else? Ghostbusters VR. Um, it's interesting. They showed a non gameplay, um, movie, well, trailer showing what it would, would be like. So, I mean, Ghostbuster fans reunite. Um, Uh, Aspire 2, that looked kind of interesting. Um, it seemed like, um, just a straight up shooter in, in VR. Never played the first one. Moss Book 2. Cities VR. Some of these weren't, I don't think was announced at the event, but. Beat Saber, electronic mixtape. I love me some oomts, So I might, I'm tempted there. Probably the biggest though, I'd say, at least for me, <laughs> literally the only reason that I really got a Oculus, uh, was RE4 mercenaries. So I believe they, I think it was initially planned to come out earlier this year, but I guess, you know, got delayed, but now, uh, just dropped pretty much right after the event. Um, so essentially of course the traditional mercenaries mode from, uh, RE4, but they also added, um, missions, um, to the mercenary mode, if that makes sense. So they're basically like pre-designated challenges, um, that are at least, uh, we'll talk about it a little bit later, but, uh, pretty damn fun. So definitely the highlight for me specifically, but, um, Hey man, uh, VR is definitely here to stay, man. I mean, that's definitely evident. I mean, I think it's clear. It's probably more than likely where, where we'll go, you know, down the road. Um, but, uh, man, just seeing all these triple a VR games is, it's pretty crazy. So, uh, next topic, next topic. I can't remember my damn time codes. Teenage Mutant Ninja Turtles, Shredder's Revenge. Um, uh, man, it was actually a pretty good fountain of news that came out this week regarding this game. Uh, at least, let's see, earlier this week, they just showed general gameplay. Um, which uh, definitely seems to be way more developed in at least the last time we saw it a while back, it feels like. Um, then now they announced that uh, the game will uh, bring back all the original voice actors from the classic 1987 animated TV series. Um, oh, just as a, as a growing up to the, 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 the oh, just growing up to the series. Loved the Ninja Turtles when I was younger. 
this is this is fantastic i have to say just just taking me back in so many ways just giving the nostalgia feels i'm feeling i'm feeling so much i'm feeling so hard i don't mean to get all <laughs> i don't mean to get all sexual on you but um yeah and i think they also announced physical editions uh from limited run and a couple other people uh which is great i mean hey i'm a sucker for some some things i had some history with mm, i mean i'm just saying um but man this game is looking dope it really is also shouts out r.i.p uncle phil James Avery, aka, uh, who, uh, for those that don't know, played a uh, Shredder in the animated series. So, pretty certain he's gonna get somebody else, um, or get somebody else to play his role. Um, R.I.P. Uncle Phil taught me so much. He did. I'm getting. I'm trying not to get emotional. <laughs> um. Yeah. So, with all that being said, I think that concludes the news for this week. Talk about what I've been playing, which has been uh, Persona 5 Strikers. Man, uh, I'm still surprised by like how close how pretty much it feels literally like a sequel to the original uh, Persona game, Persona 5 game, um, which is, I I was expecting some, I just, I heard, you know, uh, uh, Musu, the Musu developers, W-Force, I believe, combining with, uh, you know, um, what Atlas and uh, the whole crew there, that this was just going to be like some just dynasty warriors. Okay. Beat this mission. All right. Mission, mission five, and then just keep going. And you know, that whole thing, which is not necessarily bad. I mean, um, I guess just, (laughs) I was very surprised just based off my initial ex, uh, expectations. So, um, and even in the end, it, it, it feels, it is very in line with persona. It really felt like a pretty damn, pretty good sequel. Uh, just everything but the gameplay in terms of just um, as in difference, major difference from the original Persona 5. So, but uh, yeah, I was very surprised by the story. It was a lot of very interesting twists I didn't expect or wasn't thinking of. And uh, it is, it is pretty legit. I'm, I'm very surprised. I uh, was digging the combat um, after, you know, um, progressing, unlocking stuff felt really good. Um, solid game, very solid game. Not, of course, not as good as uh, Persona Five, but uh, a, a very worthy successor in terms of story plot, at least to Persona. <laughs> I did find it funny, and uh, at least when I was playing, playing through it, I was curious, like how does this, I know this technically takes place after persona five Royale, which for those that don't know, essentially is like, a um, 
ultimate version of persona five that has like a whole additional, additional, um, like a season, uh, which is kind of in, in line with the game, uh, in terms of, you know, content. So it was like a whole additional season after the end of the game. And, um, yeah, pretty much a whole like slew of content, of course, minor little changes and updates and patches and stuff to like, uh, characters and, and things that, uh, getting buffed and nerfed. But, uh, yeah, I was curious if there was any continuity for that. Cause I believe it did come out after that, but at least after the fact, it seems like, <laughs> which is kind of funny. They don't acknowledge anything that happens there at all. So, I mean, I guess it's kind of evident that like while they were developing five, they must've had somebody, uh, or had their, another team working on it, uh, on this, this, uh, strikers game. So. I found that very interesting <laughs> as somebody, you know, who closely, uh, well, really my main frame of reference is, uh, Royal, the Royal version of persona five. So it was like, oh, and, and then of course, one of the characters that's in persona five Royal, uh, of course, isn't in this game. <laughs> so I was like, huh, that's, huh, that's weird. Um, who knows that <laughs> it might be a persona five strikers Royale or something. Uh, um, depending on what they would add to it, include like the character I mentioned and stuff. I would, I would, I would double dip. I wish they did, which I'm glad, I'm glad I played persona five Royal after, or after, um, the original or essentially I didn't, I didn't play the original, but started with persona five Royal. I'm curious if, or and hopeful, if they, uh, if this, this were to happen, if they do add like a save transfer option, because at least as far as persona, um, persona five is concerned, damn near 160 hours. If you, if you doing everything in the game, um, I guess there's really no way to make that any quicker because how the game is set up, you do it's no way to kind of speed run it. I am that does. I'm now curious if you can really, I guess technically you could speed run persona five, but that just is weird. I don't know. Like, why would you do that to yourself? <laughs> it just doesn't seem fun. If you do it that way, I say one of the few games where it doesn't feel fun to, uh, speed run it basically. So, um, yeah. Yeah. Hopefully there'd be a save transfer feature. This is definitely a lengthy game, which I thought might be shorter, but nope. It's like, uh, it was like 50 hours for me. So yeah, there was, it's interesting. There was definitely like, it was like, I think a pretty big part where it's like, Oh, okay. I think we're pretty much done now. Nope. No, we're not. No. <laughs> oh, you thought we was done? No. Overdrive. I was like, Oh damn. Oh, okay. Yeah. That was, that was weird. I don't know why they did that. I guess that maybe be is in line with the, um, original game. So, Oh no, I definitely enjoyed it and had some, uh, 
soundtrack isn't as hard as uh, Persona 5, but uh, definitely had, of course, some of the Persona 5 soundtrack in here, as well as, you know, some new stuff that uh, I did also dig. It was it was some hitters for sure. But collectively, I say definitely the original game game soundtrack still hits to this day to this day. So really enjoy Persona 5 Strikers. Just I'll, I'm, I was just very surprised by how close in terms of the presentation UI, the same dialogue and stuff. It was great. So if you are a fan of Persona 5, I do recommend Strikers. So uh, also played uh, some Fight Cade. Uh, which, uh, my friends put me on. I initially downloaded beforehand cause I heard a lot about it, but I never really dabbled with it until, uh, playing with some friends and man, fight Kate is pretty dope. I'm definitely, uh, wanting to, uh, mess with it more at some point, but essentially what fight Kate is, is a program, a program on PC, uh, where essentially it lets you play pretty much all old school fighting games. Uh, basically the, for the most part, the, I guess you, you can play various versions of said games, like specific arcade, uh, releases or, um, dreamcast versions or whatever. Um, but what is cool is that, you know, whatever game you're trying to play with somebody else, it'll at least automatically download, um, the, whatever you need for it. And then you play on the spot with whomever. And then it, it has a really dope environment where it's kind of like uh, at least newer fighting games today where, you know, you in a lobby chilling, hanging out and then uh, somebody challenge you and you can challenge other people and stuff like that. So pretty damn dope. I have to say uh, felt good matches felt good. Cause I know they use uh, some way they, for the majority of the games, I believe they use, um, uh, either rollback or GGPO and stuff like that to, uh, provide a ideal fighting game experience. Experience. I don't know why my, my voice thing keeps going low or high, technically high. Um, yeah. So got a PC, uh, that's pretty decent. Uh, I do recommend fight gate. I think you can of course support, um, their, uh, I think you can support them on Patreon and you get like added benefits, like hosting your own rooms and stuff like that. Um, but yeah, it was pretty dope. It was pretty fun. Have to say also, as I uh, mentioned, excuse me, previously, um, Resident Evil four mercenaries, um, the new mode. So pretty much dabble with it a little bit, uh, pretty much that day after it came out, uh, messed with primarily messed with the missions mode, the new missions mode. So at least, uh, I think the first one was the wild, wild west or something where you get two, um, two broken butterflies and essentially I think it's infinite ammo. I'm pretty sure it's infinite ammo, uh, or no, no, you have to pick it up on the field. So yeah, essentially two broken butterflies and it is, it is just a, um, a muscle memory fest really. But, uh, 
I think it goes back to me how I play. I play. I like playing seated preferably, but I think if you want to do immersive, which is the option where you uh, grab stuff on you and like uh, ammo and stuff and reload and stuff, it is definitely a lot more, a lot more work. Definitely a lot more work to, uh, yeah, like juggle, like you, you, you in a very intense situation, like, oh crap, I got to reload this gun, but oh, I got to reload this gun too. So you juggling two guns and reload it and you got the chainsaw sisters coming after you. It was fun though. Uh, what was another one? It was one where you play the last level of uh mercenaries, uh the one with the the big uh Ganado, I think he's called the the big chainsaw dude, but <laughs> he's a buffed up chainsaw dude where he can like he's like sliding on invisible skates while he's revving up his uh chainsaw, which is just terrifying. Um but yeah, on that level, it's foggier, I guess, which is not really that big of a hurdle um at least when i played it it's just more so whenever the uh the uh the big chainsaw dude comes out that's when i freak out like i don't i don't know what i uh, i gotta get away i gotta get (laughs) i gotta get away so that was fun um what was one of the other missions i played oh it was one i forgot what it's called but like they literally gave you a uh a tommy gun uh, or Chicago typewriter for the, in the, in the game, uh, which I think by default is infinite ammo, but, uh, that's pretty much the way you use it in this, in this mode too. You basically get an infinite ammo, Tommy gun, and you just go to town. And I'm like, that's pretty dope. Like, uh, that's nothing. I don't think the original Capcom developers would do, but the fact that, uh, armature studios, um, would do that for this game is pretty dope. So I'm very curious to uh, get back in and try uh, some of the other missions. And uh, I think what's cool, at least what I, I I assume is probably the case is that I think you can technically omit not even playing the original mercenaries content and you could just play these missions and they give you currency for each time you play. So you could technically, you don't necessarily have to master each challenge, but I, I'm, I'm assuming there's probably some incentive to a uh, five star each mission where they, you know, if you collect them all, you probably get some damn uh, freaking, I don't even know, like a Uber rocket or something. Chris, Chris does a flip and everybody dies. <laughs> I don't know. I don't know. That'd be kind of cool, though. Chris do a flip and everybody die. That'd be kind of, that'd be kind of dope. I'm not going to lie. Um, so that's, yeah, that's pretty dope. So definitely, that's definitely likely what I plan to be playing at least over the weekend. I'm thinking so RE4 mercenaries, man. I'm, I, I would, if you are a fan of Resident Evil 4, uh, and you've, you know, uh, played Resident Evil 4 like 50, 50, times, blah, blah, blah. I, I highly recommend you play this or if you don't get a, get an Oculus, um, headset and play this if you are a fan. Cause it's like, it, it, it feels like, of course it feels familiar, but at the same time, it feels like a whole new experience, you know?
That's the only way I can explain it as somebody who's, who, who's skeptical of VR, very skeptical, uh, you know, had a lot of scrutiny towards VR, man, it really turned this, this <laughs> RE4 VR turned me out, turned me out. I'm not even going to lie. I'm not even going to lie. Uh, with that being said, that concludes uh, all I watched or I mean played, get into what I watched, which has been, uh, moon nights, uh, a couple other shows. I mean, I don't really feel that's worth talking about cause I don't really have much to talk about. But, uh, Moon Knight was very interesting. Um, at least the, uh, this latest episode, episode four, uh, spoilers from Moon Knight, if you've not watched it. Um, but yeah, I I don't know. I'm not sure how I feel about Moon Knight. It's like, there's a lot of parts I do like, but I think as a whole, I'm not immediately moved. I don't know. Like none of these, none of these latest episodes has, has really captivated me I'd say um I will say like um what is it at least the uh, <laughs> definitely the last part of this this uh this episode was pretty damn crazy it's like what what was this a was this all a figment of his imagination um which I'm still like trying to trying to process uh but it, it, um, I'm enjoying it. I feel like it's probably going to really hit, um, towards the end, I'm guessing, but I don't know. It's, uh, it's all right, but it's not, it's not captivating me like I want it to, I guess, or, ex- or was expecting maybe, but, um, I think there's only what two episodes left. So we'll see. We'll see. We shall see. Um, Outside of that, I think, uh, that's pretty much it for the show. Um, anything to housekeep? I don't know. Um, at least I'm, (laughs) I'm making attempts to try to start streaming again, but we'll see if that happens considering all these miscellaneous computer issues that just want to irritate me to no end and just give up. But we'll see some troubleshooting to do maybe figure that out. But outside of that, I think that's pretty much it for this episode of switches sites. Um, if you wanted to, uh, support the podcast, feel free to like rate, subscribe on, uh, various podcasts and platforms. Um, you can catch this being recorded live traditionally on Thursdays, Thursday evenings on Twitch TV slash a switch can also catch archives of this on uh, youtube.com slash a switch as well. Until next time, y'all get your damn game on. Feel free to fuck. Oh <laughs> yeah.
nobody's safe. 